Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Dawn on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we're all sick and tired of talking about money, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. And in the world of relationship, it's called ARC. So we always call it like, you got to build ARC with your boss. What is ARC? Okay. I only so, know ASMR. So, uh, uh, ASMR. <laughs> Did you just drop the stop <laughs> team? Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Wise and Shine. I'm your host, Reggie, a.k.a. Your Chief Financial Coconut. And today, uh, he's wearing very green. I can't have a green screen. I was trying to dress like Financial Coconut theme, you know. <laughs> Hi, this is Eric, Mr. Positivity. And this is Dawn, the only in to the young here. <laughs> oh, okay, That's okay, 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 okay. That's why I'm in pink. Yeah, okay, fair, fair, fair. And, and I just want to say, I, I miss having your presence. We miss you. Today, today, um, as much as I enjoy your, you know, all your presence as my pseudo colleagues. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> pseudo colleagues. Uh, that's today, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on some level, on some level, right, we're creating this show together. Uh, we are going to talk about this one phenomenon or this one very interesting thing that I saw on Business Insider. And the theme for today's discussion is, is not having fun with your colleagues a crime? <laughs> <laughs> why, why? Okay, why do I want to bring this up today? Because recently, Business Insider, they published an IG post, right? So to talk about this man that was fired from the consultancy firm and then the, the man went to sue the company. So the, the reason for him being fired was because he was not fun. Like, quote, unquote, not fun. Put her chin, you know, not part of the group, does not participate in activities and then he was fired. And then, of course, he went to court and then sued the company. The court say, yeah, this guy is right because he freedom of speech or freedom of expression, that kind of thing, right? So, so that is the genesis of today's episode. Like when I saw it, I attacked you guys. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's such a, that's an interesting topic because I do feel a lot of people are in that, in that crux, you know, like, should I have fun with my colleagues? Is it a must, you know? Will I get fired? That kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm. But let's add on to that, right? So when I saw that and you tagged me, I was like, okay, I know what Reggie is thinking. <laughs> but if we look from the company's perspective, it's also the company's freedom to fire whoever they want. True, isn't true, it? true, true. True, true. Yeah, it's true. So it's very confusing. Mm. I mean, I feel that there's two separate situations, right? First of all, uh, I mean, I I think that a reporter is just trying to get views because by saying it's a crime, I mean, we all know what no, it crime literally is, was. Right? It went into court. It went to yeah, court. Yeah, but the thing is that to us, when you hear crime, what do you all think about? Of course, I know what you're saying, right? It's deriving that kind of energy. The like that someone got energy. hurt, yeah, got yeah, harmed, yeah. and then in the process, and therefore we're trying to get justice. So I, I think there are two parts to it. I Some think would argue one, that that guy really got hurt. Income-wise. In, yeah, in, on some level. 
Okay. Okay, but we don't need to go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't right. need to go there. True. Yes. Um, uh. But to the question about whether the company, uh, had, I mean, okay, so let's talk, talk about legal rights, right? Because every country has their own set of rules, right? Mm. But and US um, is a weird country with weird. Oh, uh, in US, <laughs> you can. The, the only thing that prevents you from suing someone is just the will to sue someone. No, yeah. it's a, it's a you, you your strong legal team. <laughs> and, and yeah, you can sue anyone for anything, yes, you know, yes, in, yes. in US. Um, but I, I guess the question is this: that you know, is it is it wrong if yes. let's say a person doesn't want to hang out with their colleagues? Mm. And is, is it, it wrong crime? for a, yes. yeah? And it, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I, so okay, so we we move away from the crime idea, yeah. right? But is it wrong not to have fun with your colleagues? When you say wrong or right, it implies that there is a set of rules, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so number one, I would question the company that mm. was that set up front. Because it's part of culture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That okay, as part of you being an employee of ABC company, uh, we would need you or we want you to do the following things, including making sure you have great bonds mm-hmm. with your client, uh, your colleagues. And that needs to be contractually stated, it, so uh, that you then have a contractual basis to exactly. fire the person. Exactly. So it. my question is, is did the company has that? Must yeah. it be like that? Okay, I mean, if you, be- you use the fact that I'm firing you because of this, then it only makes sense that it was contractually communicated yes. up front. So like in Singapore, you cannot just anyhow fire a, a, a person. You, know? you mm-hmm. have to prove that it's because they break contract. Okay, okay. So, so if, let's my, say it's not even written, then I have no basis. But most job description will not write all these things, right? Exactly. Like you need to handle your boss, you know, which is true, right? Upward <laughs> management is a complicated thing that's not discussed, right? You need to... Uh, manage your colleagues or hang out with them or, you know, like build decent relationship with them. You know, all these are kind of, kind of there, but not there. You know, mm. it's like, it's like not with written in job description. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like assume you must do it kind of thing. Right. And, and I think that's where a lot of dissonance, even a lot of our listeners, they tune in, they'll be like, yeah, should I have fun with my colleagues? Should I hang out with them? You know, must I socialize with them after work? It depends. Yeah. It depends on the scope of your job. Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, your job requires, especially right now, there's a lot of cross-functional teams, right? Where in order for you to get things done, uh, the salesperson needs to work with the marketing, the mm-hmm. marketing needs to work with compliance. So I guess the question is, do you need your colleague's support in order to be successful in your job? Mm-hmm. If you do, then I think it is very advantageous for you to at least uh, build affinity uh, with your colleagues. Yeah. And by going for fun activities, even if you don't think it's fun, it's actually increasing your likability with your colleagues. And then at the same time, like when people like you, they tend to do more things for you, mm. especially in difficult times. And, and in the world of relationship, it's called ARC. So we always call it like, you got to build ARC with your boss. You got to build ARC with your colleagues. What is ARC? Okay. I only so, know ASMR. So, oh, 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 ASMR. <laughs> Did you just drop and stop <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, ARC, it's actually scientific. That means in if you look at any relationship that breaks down, it's because one of that components is missing. So the very mm. first component is affinity. That for even a relationship to exist, right, it's because there is a certain amount of affinity. Like the three of us, mm. there's a certain amount of similarity and chemistry that allow us to want to be together. So, mm. so there's the initial amount A. But R is important, which is where the hanging out comes in, is do I have enough reality with that person? Reality. And yeah, our reality. Do I have enough touch point? Do I have enough interaction with that person? Because the more interactions we have, there's this thing called familiarity effect. The, right. the higher the chance for likability to happen. So that's why the men hit it off very quickly, even if they don't know each other. 
because they share the same reality of having gone to army. Tell me, tell me, is that is that a like horrible experience that you have? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I just found it always very interesting yeah, yeah. that the guys over there, hey, bro, because and then they just talk nonstop. Reality. Yeah, yeah. which you need sense. to go to. You know what? What's your like reservice? You need blah 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 blah. I was like, exactly. yeah, everything else is like no. Then they start talking about army, and it's like yeah. it's a three-hour conversation. I know, I know. I, I share with you a short story, right? Yes, the please. other day, uh, I sh- I just shifted into my new apartment, right? So then when I shifted to my new apartment, I didn't realize that the stairway has echo. Okay, so I live on the fourth floor and I didn't realize that you know the the sound actually within that stairway bounces down to everybody and it becomes extra loud so I like to open my big door (laughs) because got air got everything right like I don't want to keep within the enclosed space so there was this one day I just like decided to open it and I was playing music at like 7am I was like okay what 7am play some light music right and it was just so loud because it echoes down as it bounces down the stairway until my neighbour come out she was like (laughs) (laughs) I was like I was like am I so noisy I just play light music, classical, somehow, you know, no, like you, you kind of thing, you know. And then after that, I realized, that, oh, oh, this is the reality. So we actually very kanka for, for a period of time, we we're very awkward. You know, until one day I brought a cat home, right? And then she was a cat lover. There you go. Uh... Like she loves cats. She was like, oh, where do you get this cat from? Oh, that's affinity. Yeah. There's a click. Similarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she started giving me like cat advice, bringing and up all the seeds and everything. You see how A leads to R? Yeah, so yeah. you notice she starts spending more time with you, yeah, start talking yeah, to you. Yeah. That's reality. So, so that's A leading to R. Then what C? Ah, yeah, yeah. The one that we talked about in the previous episode. Communication? Which is, uh, about should we be friends with boss? It's about communication. You got it? Yeah. Right? In any relationship. <laughs> how cheesy. Will, <laughs> <laughs> like we're, we're teeing each other up. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Woohoo. So see, it's very important <laughs> for her. Because it could have been connection. Okay, okay, okay. Communication. What is the set of rules that allow us to continue to hang out together? Okay. So I, do I communicate my needs to you and what what I need you to contribute back to me? And do we do the same thing? Mm. So in a relationship, right, usually uh, when things start to break apart, it's because communication. Like I expect you to do something for me, but you don't. But I didn't want to say it because like what Reggie said, I assume you should know. And therefore, because of that, I start spending less time with you. So reality drops. And the minute I start spending less time with you, I start seeing differences, right? Affinity also drops and it goes in a spiral down in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. So So in that sense, it sounds like a is kind of a given. You don't really have to work for it. R can be nurtured, but again, it could be low effort, but the biggest effort all comes down to C. Yeah, the communication. So in this case, if the colleague does not want to have fun with everyone else, he is opting out of the potentially A and R. But what if he's a very good communicator still? Very good at drawing still... boundaries, right? Mm. Yeah, because, yeah. because my, my I come from the camp that I do not hang out with my colleagues. I don't hang out with my colleagues mm. uh, because I feel like it is a relatively well-defined kind of uh, environment in a sense that okay, you know, we are here to get shit done. You know, we are here to get things done. This is the goal. We built towards the goal. Mm. Okay? But I hang out with the friends that I find within the company. Okay? So, so there's a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Okay? Wait, let's caveat that. Mm. When you say that there's a goal and you work towards it, does that goal hinge on a uniform goal, company, larger goal? Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. does that also include your own role so mm. like you would perform better at your role and be more eligible for promotions if your colleagues like help you of course of course i think there's some element of that right but but that is really changing from a skill set situation to like a management skill set situation right if you want to get promoted in a traditional kind of um, management structure situation right fair fair right so but my my view is as long as you're good at what you do you know that's the good base to start with 
Okay, that's a good base to start with. Um, but I do not hang out with the colleagues. I say, we don't go and have fun, you know, like go USS, go down and drink. I was like, no, no, these are not my thing. Mm. Okay. I do hang out with friends that I find at work. You know, so I, the other day I was telling my producer, hey, you want to go? He said, I thought you said you don't hang out with your colleagues. I, said, I don't see you as my colleague. Man. But that's affinity. Yeah. So yeah. You, you see, you already changed the label, right? You yeah. changed your yeah. colleague label to a friend because there's high affinity. And yeah. that's absolutely po- uh, okay mm. in your scope. But now if we look from a company's point of view, mm. I think the company needs to communicate with Reggie clearly that yes, I respect that space. Uh, but would, you, would it be okay for, you know, team camarade that you'll be involved in at least one of the uh, get-togethers that the bosses will be there too we all spend time so the thing is right i champion this kind of activity mm. but i don't see it as hangout this is work so i see it in a very strategic mm. way strategic so you would formal, classify yeah. those fun activities as work still yes and to me that gives me the right state of mind mm. Okay, so it gives me the right state of mind because I go in, I know, I'm very clear, I'm here to hang out. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm here to make friends, I'm here to make you like me, I'm here to get to know you. All this is work. Okay, so it's a very different psyche. And the thing is, some people when they when they hear me say, wow, this guy is very jiaohua, you know, like very shrewd, you know, very like uh, very, uh, some someone, you know, like very shrewd like, in that sense. Uh, and shrewd does not carry a very positive light in, in our mm. society. Then I tell them how innocent you want me to be like, oh, oh. I <laughs> I think this is interesting because mm. essentially you are like that guy in the article. Mm. It's just that you did not go down his road as what is deemed as failure because he paid the price of being fired and it didn't happen to you because you were able to just change your mindset and yes. he wasn't. Yes. So he was just like he's unable to change his mindset. He looks at it and like, nope, I don't want to. I have to, but I don't want to. I'm out. Yeah. Whereas you, you're like, I don't like it. But I have to, yes. I understand what and, I need and, to do and, and how to do it. This guy yes. got fired is not playing to the rules of the organization. Yes, yes. Mm. Now, because there, there's two parts to it, yeah. There's the rules of the organization, which is the one that Reggie is happily willing to play by. But he's not happily willing to play by the rules of the social clique that was formed by his colleagues which is the random outings, the random fun. Uh, they're like, <laughs> hey, let's go, let's oh go for God. lunch yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yes, that yeah. one, Reggie say, no, yeah, I'm yeah. not subscribed to that. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, And yes. that's fine. And, and there's no basis for him, Reggie, to be fired because he's not hanging out with the social rules because the organization didn't set those rules. Mm. Yeah, Unless yeah. they did, then that's a different thing. Yeah. And, and to be yeah. clear, when I organize this kind of activities, yeah. I make sure I hit all the right notes, right? Like how to make your boss feel good, make <laughs> your colleagues strategic. have fun. Mm. I'm very good at this thing, right? So I come in, I know what time to do, how, how to manage this whole atmosphere. So, Hello, everybody. Woohoo. Today we're here to blah, blah, blah. All this I know how to do and I do it to tip top, you know? So it, it becomes a very different optics, Okay, and I and the thing is, when I do that, right, I don't feel like I'm being shrewd, you know. I, I feel like I'm just, this is the requirement You're just of being a team envi- player. Yeah, and I'm doing my best so that everybody has fun. Mm. But after that, I'll be very tired. Okay, you know does that mean? come, is, is, where are we drawing the line? Is it mm. that that's okay because it is company organized or like someone key that represents company? But then, if it's like individual, like your colleague initiated, then you're like, no, this is not. Well, because it's, it's about means to an end, you see. Yeah. Some of us socialize because we enjoy socializing. Mm. Reggie socialize because there's a certain goal he wants to That's achieve. That's a benefit of it. Yeah. Mm. So if it's a colleague initiated, would you go for that? If I like the colleague, okay lah. Huh? Ah. Yeah. So that, that means then then in my head, okay. So I, I think I'm a bit square that way, right? So in my head, then the colleague becomes like friend. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So but if you don't like the colleague, so let's say this is a key team player in your team, and you don't like him. 
But he says, everyone, let's go for bowling together. Mm-hmm. It's not a bonding exercise because you guys just had that last week. Mm-hmm. Okay? And everyone in the team says yes to him, let's go bowling. What would you do? If it's a strategy, I will play the strategy. That means if I want to get a promotion or if I want to get to know this person better as a with the end with the end in mind, right? I will do it. Yeah. But it will yeah. be very sporadic and managed. Mm. You know, it's like yeah. when we are friends, right? You text me randomly, it's like, oh okay, la, okay, la, I will you know, I'm very tired, I will see reply yeah. you. I was like, everyone come on, oh, okay, la, okay, la. actually I'm very shy, but I'll come up. But I'll tell you, actually I'm very tired, but I'll meet you. Mm. Because you know we're friends. You know what I mean? You know, but if it's like my colleague, I was like, uh, sorry, I'm very busy today. <laughs> <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing. So then it becomes a very structured, on some level, calculated kind of view. You know, where in my head, there's this arbitrary, like, oh, I think I met the person the other day already. If I meet today, will I make the person feel better? Will I increase my points? No, then never mind. Mm. So much thought just to meeting someone. No, no. And the <laughs> thing is, the thing is, it's not ready. active thought. It's not an active thought <laughs> process. It's already. already, I already have this, like, you know, like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like I don't write down a piece of shit like a chai or a right table. No, none of that already. I've gone to a certain time period to refine this way of thought. But in the world of DISC, it just means that Reggie is a very naturally task-oriented person. Mm. It, it doesn't mean he doesn't, doesn't have the skills to socialize. He has a skill, but it's, it's not always turned on by default. Yeah. He turns it on when he needs, it, needs to use it. But people who are more social... Uh, um, because there's task oriented and there's relationship people oriented right so people oriented by default is they enjoy all those activities whether is it for to achieve a goal or not it doesn't matter because by itself the activity already achieved its goal mm. so I think the company needs to be a bit more sensitive about the type of people that they have now they can set their culture which is why we need culture because culture is what unites different people together mm. but it's when the company doesn't have the culture then subcultures get created by the, the alpha leaders in the colleagues. Mm. And, and if you don't control that, then that's where things go haywire. Yes, then, mm. right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, that sounds like emperor, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if like, you don't yeah, yeah. manage it well, I, I agree. Actually, it. the yeah. thing is, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, you know. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense when he puts it in this way. Of course, way, of course, right? definitely. definitely. I just wanted to like add, so like for me, when I read that, um, my, <laughs> like in my case, when I was just starting work, mm. I was very cautious. And I did not really want to hang out too much with my colleagues. I, I hung out to the bare minimum in the sense that I need to roughly know where everyone is, what kind of character they are to kind of understand them better. So in that sense, I was very it's strategic. strategic also, right? Yes, yes. I went it's there with like objective. Mm-hmm. But then after, once I, like, you know, maybe a, a couple of outings would be enough. And then you kind of know who you want to spend more time mm-hmm. with and who you don't mm-hmm. really want to, but just work at the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So you try and like, you know, wriggle your way out of things. Mm. Uh, but then, at a, at a point as well, right, I think what really um, helped very strongly in my mind was, I don't know who's my friend or foe. So mm. I go for my first few outings to have fun while being careful not to let my gut down. So I can try and identify who will be friend or foe. Mm. And then after that, you know, when I became like a lot older and wiser and I'm like in my multiple job already, right? I realized that isn't really the thing. Mm. I just kind of, you can, you learn how to read people better. You can identify without having to go for so many of these outings. And also it becomes more of like, I need to protect myself. Mm. Like my mental health and my, you know, my time. I need to protect my time and learn to say no because Mm. I need to take care of myself before I can be good for all of you guys. Mm. And all these things don't matter as much anymore. And I think also as we get older, we get better at protecting ourselves. So even if you're my foe, 
and I can't identify that, you can backstab me, but I know how to protect myself and prevent that from becoming shit for my job. Mm. But if I was in my 20s, I had no idea how to defend. If someone like backstabbed me or like screwed up my work, I wouldn't know. So I had to like be more protective in that sense more of going that. for all these meetings and mm. outings, mm, 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 fun mm. outings. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I will push on the label of friend and foe, right? Because that is like simplistic. To me, it's a bit binary. Because in an organization, your friend can become very quickly become, become your, your foe, foe, right? And your foe yeah, can very you know? quickly be aligned and like, okay, yeah. we are here together and, and get things done, right? Like, I think in episode one, I think I said one line that was like, can you trust an asshole, right? I can trust an asshole, you know, as long yeah. as they are consistent. So, and to me that in, in a workplace, there, there's some level of, of that, right? That friend and foe can kind of move around, you know, it's, it's not always the case, right? So... I, but I agree with you in the sense that, you know, you go out there, meet some people, kind of sense them a little bit. But that is aligned with my thought process. I don't find yeah. that it's against my thought process mm. because I'm strategic in the sense that, okay, I need to get to know these people a little bit so that I know what ticks them, what works them, you know. Uh, but because I think like that, I become very quick in sensing. Mm. Right? I, I have harnessed the ability to like ask certain questions, da 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 da, da you know, and then that you, you kind of get a good sensing of where they are in, in that sense. You, you know what I'm saying? No? Yeah. I get well, it. I feel like yeah. I get cancelled. Like, wow, this person is very shrewd. <laughs> it's like all the negative comments coming in, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's about being shrewd. Mm. I just think that it's about learning how to be authentic. Because all of us are inclined different way, right? So yours will be, you're using your task-oriented personality to navigate. But some of us will use our people-oriented personality to navigate. Either way, it still works. So will you have mm. fun with your colleagues? Then? Uh-huh. I, I will because I'm a very sociable person. So mm. having fun with a person itself is already uh, a goal for me. right? I enjoy it. Um, so yeah. I, but I if you do don't it. have time, then what gives... Wait, what, what do you mean by do so I let's no say, time to socialize? Uh, yeah, no, after work. So someone says, let's go for bowling. It's a fun yeah. activity, but you're I like... I love how your reference is, let's go for bowling and let's <laughs> go for drinks. <laughs> what, what's up with bowling? Like, you know, like, bowling a lot. Yeah, so let's go yeah. for bowling. So let's go for drinks, you know? Because I think a lot of our listeners, like, what in finance, what in IT, what in like the CBD areas, like, hey, let's go, go for drinks, drinks right? go for drinks. Yeah, yeah, I like start. the boring yeah, one. Yeah, I want to use something out of the okay, norm, right? Yes. So let's Wait, say your colleagues say, let's go for bowling. To him, it's fun, but you're like, I hate bowling. I'm a terrible bowler. I need to I really need to get like this side hustle done which my boss and colleagues don't know about I don't want them to uh, know what would you then choose no, then of, of course then it's always about priorities right so if my side hustle is more important then obviously I will stick to the side hustle but if let's say my colleagues ask for an activity which is like something I don't enjoy I would still go because from a social if you are talking to a very sociable person it really doesn't matter what activity as long as I'm around people because sociable people they get energized when they're around yes, people yes yes mm. I'm yeah. very envious of those people you know although although I'm but but they, the thing they, is, they have their weaknesses I, although I'm envious so, I feel, right I don't yeah. I don't try to be like them no because you know what I mean because emotions I, yeah. are their their strength but emotions can also be, be their weakness because mm. when they're overly close with people there's no boundaries mm. it makes it, it makes it sometimes very difficult for them to be assertive because they're trying to be nice or the minute when they become a boss it makes it very difficult for them to command and control yeah so that's why I feel that, that, that you see like on your end is oh, you're very good at command and control but you need a bit of that lubricant you need a yes, bit of yes. that relationship so which I've learned over time uh, God you is know fair I mean? man yeah, yeah. You, you, either set of personality will have its own unique challenges mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if there's God but anyway oh we don't know that <laughs> <laughs> please continue <laughs> I'm like curious yeah, yeah. for our readers yeah. and, and for and us listeners. but we should run this yeah. as a poll yes okay. yes um, I'm curious for our listeners what 
have you ever had a best friend or a really, really good friend close enough to become the definition of a best friend? And you met that person as a colleague. Mm. Yeah. Did you guys have that? For me, no. No. You? I have. Oh, really? I have. Hey. I have a very, very good friend. Wait, yeah, my business partner. Yeah, my business yeah. Partner is like my BFF. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I but you met as a colleague. No, not uh, we met as friends first. Ah, then that's the friend. No, but did you have oh, like yes, now yes. where your initial affinity and shared rela- yes, uh, reality? Yes, it's like a work relationship. Was, yeah, yes, oh, yes. Okay. Okay. tell us about it. How did that yeah. evolve from colleagues to then friends? Friends, so best friends. Of course, it started in the army, lah, Right, and army is I consider army the first work relationship. <laughs> army okay? as well. Yeah. Why did you consider? Very busy, yeah. like, and army, right? So, <laughs> okay, so, never mind. Yes, yes. Now you go on, go on. Yeah, so you know, it's like it's like it's like you're in the army. That's like my very first work relationship. Okay, maybe because my first work relationship so I didn't so so it became like I, I wasn't as structured as where I am now right in my head la. like I wasn't as refined structured very bad word <laughs> I wasn't as refined so I was just very open to kind of talk to people and all that right and then I, I met I met a person that is from a neighboring camp okay so like uh, it, there are camps in a camp I don't know if you mm. know these kind of things yeah. right so there was a neighboring camp and then we, we got to know each other talk, 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 talk. and uh, every like because we do work together quite a lot in terms of like you know like different units kind of working together, and then eventually we started hanging out outside. You know like I don't know. Did we play bowling? I cannot even remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Did we play bowling? Maybe board we, games. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Oh, I love yeah, board, games, right? board games. So yeah, so we we hung out quite a bit, and then and it it became like even during my very tough times, he was like, I just stay over at my place, or oh. you know that kind of thing, right? So it's very supportive relationship, mm. and I thought that was like I was like a great friend, now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So and 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 that evolved, right? So eventually, I mean, army is a uh, you naturally get fired after two years, right? <laughs> you you get to go after two years, mm. right? And uh, yeah, I still I still I still feel like he's a very good friend in that sense. You know that you know what I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. So yeah. I never label the person as a I think it's just, anymore. It's two different topics, right? Number one is would you go out with your colleagues, right? Mm. But then there's now a caveat. If if my colleague is my friend, then yeah. then yes, I, mm. I will hang out with them. But if but I say you see as colleagues only, then maybe not. Mm-mm. But I may not choose to work with a friend. Uh, mm. That is different, right? So I may not choose to work with a friend. I mean, in one of the earlier episodes, I did establish this thing, right? Like I'd rather befriend my co-founders yeah. or mm. befriend the people I work with than start to a business with my friends. friends into it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because it adds the it adds the complexity. And I think uh, one one big caveat for a lot of our listeners is um Recently, I mean, some of the some of, I I met up with some of the listeners. Yeah. You know, we're like we're like kind of friends. We play ball game together, that's nice. so that's great. It's love, lovely. Um, and some people were saying some. So one of them was casually commenting, so you know, it's been a long time since I made new friends. You know, like but they're in the thirties, work in finance, they're very busy every day, day in day out, right? Then got wife, got home, everything. So, the the, the time is quite packed already in mm. that sense, and I feel like that's a very risky position to be in. Because there are always bad times in mm. your work or at home or, you know, things that not so smooth, lah, right? During times of difficulty. <clears throat> and if your social circle is that small, yeah. 
right? Like you, to you, it's like, oh, I friends all my colleagues are my friends or like some people, you know, at work are my friends. But sometimes the work is the cesspool, you know, like we're going through hard times, you know, budget get cut, you know, or like sales come down. It's hard time. All these things are changing. Your friends and foes are changing, right? So in such a situation, you do need a social relationship out of work. And you do need friends that are not your wife or partner. Yeah, it's cleaner. You know, it's easier you know, to talk no, to. No, it's not about cleaner or not cleaner. Of course, it is cleaner yeah. in that sense, right? Yeah. But it is the very fact that because they transcend the border that you're in, which is in work, then, you know, like you can you can shit on, you can tell them everything. Wow, I tell you, I hear, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, and you can be more be, neutral. You'll la. be very clear that there's no repercussion. Mm. You mm. don't know whether this information will leak to who, who, who uh, if you talk to someone within. Yeah. You know? And we are humans, right? We need to vent, right? Like, yeah. Although I don't really like the, I don't really like to go to the bar and then like a bunch of people next door venting. <laughs> so it's, you know, but because I didn't choose to be within that venting circle, right? But if I was part of that venting circle, let's say you text me, say, hey, well, time's very hard. Uh. Let's come out and talk. Yeah. Uh. And if I come out and talk, right, my mental space is, I'm here to Listen. hear you vent, yeah. right? And then we can talk about it, right? But the bar is a different situation, uh, right? So to me, that is a big part of you should have friends out of work and not mm. just like, you know, have fun with your colleague and see them as friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's probably going to be, again, personality-driven, right? It'll be easier for a people-oriented person to make friends. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. if, let's say, you're so task-oriented, right, then... Uh, quick tip. All quick the relationship tip. you make is always for a goal. Yeah, yeah. So mm. I give you, I give all yeah. of you a quick tip. Pick up a hobby, right? Mm. So then the, the goal is very clear. If, if we end up liking to play board games, every week our goal is to play board games. But as we play board games and we kind of enjoy each other... That's other's where group, you yeah. have the A and the a R. And the yes. R and then a C. we become friends. So you have... Ah, I like you, that. you take an activity as the goal. Right, that's like, why the government the have all the people. activities for the yeah, elderly right? so that yeah. they can it's create great, the man, yeah. Yeah, yeah and to be clear I think uh, community centre needs to do more and it's already doing quite mm. a lot of stuff right like you know more activities and, and all that right so it's, it's, it's great right and we, we can all mm. have more activities as a as a goal to then yeah. get to know and people. I, I like where this conversation is going I mean it start off with something a bit more controversial mm-hmm. but it, it brings down to the importance of whether you are the uh, you are, you are task oriented or people oriented, that friends are still important. Having mm. social relationships are important. Years ago, Reader Digest did a study on longevity. You trust Reader and, Digest? And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, okay, we have to ask. We have to ask you, right? <laughs> that's a different question. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, not yeah, go yeah, yeah. I have to say though, I, to buy Reader I, Digest. I, I, I love Reader Digest. <laughs> okay. I mean, that was how I pick up English and composition. Okay, okay, okay please. So, um, Reader Digest did a study on longevity, and they actually point out the top two reasons for longevity, okay? The second one is actually having friends and family members. Mm. That means if you have a close circle of friends and family that you can count on, you get to live long. It was number one. Exactly. I knew you asked that. Would you all venture a guess of what leads... Money. So that you're sick, you can pay for doctor. Okay, money. How about you? I don't know. Uh, okay. It's... Peace. It's know. the ability to talk to anyone. That means uh, social connection with anyone, with strangers. Money is not one of it's the... It's not. What? It, it's in the list. Oh, okay, okay. Like. Maybe because you, you can talk to anyone, you can talk to a doctor to give you free. Uh, <laughs> wow, okay. Sponsor, I don't think it's about sponsor, persuasion. Sponsor. But when they elaborated is, uh, if you ever see a person who can just make friends with anyone with easily, they are the one that usually live the longest. Followed mm. by people who make friends with their friends and their, and their family members. Mm. What if you're someone who mark? can... 
talk to anyone but you don't want to live so long uh, oh, then, okay then don't that's talk to anyone that's a different, different <laughs> yeah. discussion that's different altogether. discussion, different discussion altogether. Want, you do something yeah, yeah, about yeah. it you know? and, and I want to yeah. add, add to that in a sense that you know for all you uh, introverts or ambiverts or whatever you want to classify yourself <laughs> that is not extroverted <laughs> yes. uh, you can learn one like yeah, these things simple. like you, you can learn how to make friends with anybody or you can learn how to okay not say make friends like, let's say you define a friend in a very specific way you can learn to talk to anyone you know, and, and I am quite a good example. I can talk to anybody. Mm. Any Tom, Day Harry come in, I can do a very good interview. Comes out, it will be a good one. Now, if it's not good, you also will not see my card already. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it is a, that there is a, there's a, there's a way to go about doing that. You know, but if we bring it back to the context of like work, right? Like because, mm. because the opening of this thing is like, is it a crime? In other words, it is some mm. level of penalization. Okay, let's yeah. say it's not a crime. You don't, you don't sue your boss for firing you, but your boss can fire you because you are not part of the group. You're not part of the culture. You're not having fun, right? So on some level, it's about penalizing at work. Mm. right the, which is the most extreme penalization is out you go right and then of course there are other ways like uh, slower promotion stagnation you know you, you, you don't get important roles new department don't use you you know that kind of thing uh, do you think this is a phenomenon like if some someone does not participate in the company culture not as fun you know not as uh, participatory they get penalized in this uh, growth within the organization do you feel that it's a reality i think it's a reality and it's a very fair reality i would say because um culture is is actually a company's competitive advantage culture is what uh, increases employees retention culture is what increases employees productivity yeah. culture is what increases the company's recruitment as well so uh, from an employer's point of view we understand the importance of culture and camaraderie and people being able to work well together mm. right especially with ai taking over our jobs the importance of collaboration partnerships it becomes a human advantage mm. so i think that uh, companies should never be penalized for wanting that now the, the, the moral question then is they need to be very explicit in saying that you will be penalized if you don't know how to play your team. It's no longer a spoken rule. We make everything clear. Mm. So if you don't play well with us, we have the right and we'll probably let you leave or we would, we would say that you don't belong here because that's just not a culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as you say it very clearly mm. uh, and we sign it, there's nothing wrong with them letting an employee go. Okay, okay. I think also from if we look for that guy, right? That guy in the article mm. specifically, we can understand him not wanting to take part. He may have various reasons or whatever. Maybe don't like colleague or personal difficulty whatsoever. Mm. And it feels very unjust that, huh? Just because of this small matter, I get fired. But if we to recognize. Him yeah, to him, to him it might be mm. small, but to yeah. the company it might be big. Yes. That's why it was a justification. Yeah. And I think also as people, as workers, as employees, as colleagues, we need to kind of recognize that there are a lot of things that we think um, for our benefit, but we also need to consider some things we may not like, but we still have to do because there's a bigger objective. And mm. that bigger objective is what, ma- is what matters when it comes to your work. So if you don't play with that objective to that objective, then you just have to naturally pay the repercussions, yeah. even if you think it's unfair. Mm. Yeah, it's as simple as do you play well with a team? It's mm. really active. I think only it boils down to that one ability. Do you play well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Regardless and, of personality, skills, and inclination. Yeah. And and guy in the in the article actually worked for a consultancy company. So so that's why fun is important because that's all that's all they do. And I, 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 we disagree. But it's it is mm. like if the company's core value is fun, 
right? Then obviously I want to make sure that everyone that comes our way is fun. Otherwise, you you how to work together? Yeah, yeah, it's true, yeah. and and that's why in my organization it is work first, right? No, that is get fine. Get things done, yeah. right? Like I right have to get things done. I don't care how you do it. Yeah, you tell me there's a bit of delay, a bit early. It doesn't matter. You, you can wake up in the middle of the night, pay FIFA and do it. As long as the quality comes out, it's good. Is good. And that's the value. And yeah. therefore, if, if put it in your world, right, someone gets fired because they never put in the work and they, they, it's a crime, that is weird, right? Mm. But it's the same story right now. Yeah. It's but just the expectations are yes, different. Yes, it's different. So in other words, in my organization, you don't try to laliang your way out of this thing. You don't try to like, hey, uh, have fun. I don't give a <laughs> I don't care. Right? Like, we get things done. We move it forward. And I'm very clear, very explicit with everybody, right? Like, mm. we're here to getting, well, you know, this This is the expectation. As long as you get an end product out, I don't care what you do. In the middle, you have family issues you need to handle. You got this thing pop up. Doesn't matter. As long as we get things done, that's all. Right? Question. Yes. If you had a really talented video editor, mm. Okay, mm. shout producer, out to my video editor. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> super insanely talented one, but not fun at all. Everyone doesn't really like working with him, but he's really very talented, very good at work he does, very on time, but he's just not fun and people just don't enjoy. And when he's in the room with everyone, your work production is very good, but you feel suck and drained out of energy. Mm, Would you those people, retain yes. that person? Okay, so it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a two-sided kind of thing, right? A lot of people believe that culture is top-down, right? But there are two major forces, right? One, 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 major, one major force is, of course, the leadership at the top they, they come down and say, this is the culture we want. And then they allocate resources, they do initiatives for blah, blah, blah to kind of build this culture. You know, but there's also the bottom-up kind of situation where if a lot of people in the company is like that and you want to shift all of them, right? Either a lot of them leave or you're going to find a very hard hurdle to, mm. to, to change them, right? So, so there's one big underlining idea there is that there's this one person here that is this oddball you know, but the assumption is the person is an oddball. Yeah. Right. But if the person comes in and everybody comes into this company with a clear idea that, oh, this is how the company works, then it is not that bad already. Right. Highly likely that's the that's the situation. But if just so happened there's an oddball, right, then yeah, maybe the oddball needs to go because the bigger the bigger goal is then to keep the whole organization moving. Right. But in the, on that ground, in other words, what I'm trying to say is that the bigger bunch of people have already shifted the organizational culture, right? Mm -hmm. So it is a building and an ongoing flux kind of structure, right? Like, okay, maybe at the top, uh, let's say, to put it simply, okay, my, my organizational culture is must get things done, okay? But as I move along, let's say I hire other people as the organization grow and then I'm not as in tune with the organization on the ground and then people started hiring people that were like more fun, you know, like young people, more fun. There's a general broad culture out there, right? There are different facets of things. And as these uh, external cultures start to enter the organization and they shift it, right? Yeah, subcultures. And they try to... Sh and then with them being the dominant bunch of people, they shift the culture. And then mm. I awaken to the reality that ah, things have shifted. Ah. You know, and I think that's a lot of things where a lot of old bosses start to realize. Like, you know, hey, times are different. Ah. Mm. Whatever I used to think ah, does not apply to the world today. You know, so so there's a little bit of that. And when you're in that organization in that situation, then you gotta ask yourself, like, am I here to keep the whole organization? If that is the goal, then the anomalies may have to leave. 
You know, mm. you, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's not as clean cut as like, oh, this person super talented, lah, and then uh, everybody don't like him, uh, then then fire. It's more of the dominance of the subculture. Yes. So if the subculture hadn't gained foot by that point, mm. then it could make sense to keep this oddball yes. because it will still get things moving. But yeah. if it's already taken sh- and, you know, planted very strong roots, mm. keeping that oddball, even though it would help the productivity and the quality of the work, is a drain on other resources. Yes. And it affects mm. that culture, which may then cause that dominant group of people to potentially leave or seek out other pastures mm. which is as fun and feeds their subculture yes, yes, yes. hence you would then pick and let the odd ball and go then and then you would be the, the boss culture. who yes. fires that guy for not okay. being fun and then he sues you back for it oh, but, <laughs> but, no, but, but I, I, will, I will push to say that there's of course other ways out which is to fire the subculture but, but that one is case, politically expensive. Yeah, and, and the subculture is so dominant, yes. the majority is so yes, harder. Yes, so it's very hard. Then it becomes a wow, revolution pretty much, right? You got to change a lot of people, fire a lot of people. You know, I've seen like like mm. what Mars is trying to do, right? Come in, you know, drop the toilet bowl, you know, or, or the sink or whatever, and then say, okay, culture is going to change now. And right? then you start to see a lot of people move out and there's all this mm. mess and everything, right? So, yeah. <laughs> but whatever that we just we talk about, right? It, it's mm. also dependent on the size of the company. Because, yes, yes. Uh, um, if let's say you're looking at the MNC level or that 20, 30, 40 people, then yes, right? Because any th- anything that's more 30% can already set a culture already. Mm. Uh, but if let's say now we're talking SME, because there are also SME listening to you, right? We, maybe we only got three staff, four staff. Mm. Then maybe you, you can that practice a more only, moderate. Not MB, yeah. you know, it's uh, only S. Uh, 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 small, small companies, or right? Or MSE, micro, small yeah. enterprise. <laughs> Actually, you don't really have a culture yet. <laughs> yes, yes, right? yes, yes. Uh, in fact, if you only have four people and one is an oddball, that oddball is part of the culture. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, 25% yeah, yeah. already, what? And if the oddball keeps hiring and expand his team, right? <laughs> then becomes the oddball the becomes the dominant culture. So in this case, right, if that guy had been part of another team with a different subculture where like you don't have to be fun, you just need to be productive, he may not have been fired. He may not. And so therefore, back to your question, right? Uh, I would say that as a boss, I will ring fans him because the fact is that he's producing good work, but he's not really creating toxic to the rest of the people, but it's just that he's not fun to hang out with. Box him up. Because as business, we still want to make profits, but ring fans him. Okay, so you work from home, everyone else can work from office. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I just be the only point of contact because I understand how, how difficult to hire people these days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when organizations start getting bigger, the, the biggest conflict is we dare not to hire, we dare not fire the star performers who are toxic to the culture. Mm. That one's dangerous because then you, you lose the, the 90% of the people. And anyway, the star performer is not loyal to you anyway. Mm-hmm. So the, the star performer leave too. So to dip, dip, the yeah. ideas depends on the size of the company. Yeah. Also, also I, I want to add yeah. to that nuance of subcultures, right? Because as an organization, because inherent that there are subcultures. Mm. So like if you talk to salespeople, they got one quan one. They got the Jiang Hu Wei. You know, like the salespeople all have this like hustle out there to do their thing. And it is important. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because within an organization, if you don't have, like, I call them warriors, like if you don't have the warriors, you know who is going to fight the battles, right? So the salespeople are like the warrior quan, you know, they have a certain style, they do it in a certain way and it works. I mean, I talk to many sales reps, right? even Carousel, all the big tech firms, right? They all look like Zhang Hu Wei. They all, <laughs> all the salespeople got a warrior style and it <laughs> works, right? Because in order to, uh, to succeed in, in that, field of work regardless of what you're selling there, there are some basic parameters you know that needs to happen right and, mm. and so that there is that element you know but maybe you run a tech company you know and then you want like everybody yo yo chill come in like have fun wear t-shirt shorts you know whatever right but then you have like your whole sales team is like a weird culture right the reality is it is important for them to 
to because of their business process, they have to have a certain culture. So they can have that subculture in yeah. the sales team. Yes. Yeah. Or in other teams, like in the creative team, you always think they're very airy-fairy, right? I always have random ideas. This one will work, man. But this is the whole process. They need to do all that shit eventually yeah. to get it to work. Right, so as you as you get much bigger as an organization, I recognize the validity of subcultures, mm. you know, and and why they exist. It is not it's not like always everything must be the same, you know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and by extension, then means that you know if you are the guy in the story that got fired, right, maybe you can ask change department, uh, mm. you know, join back office, right? Yeah. Don't be part of the sales team, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, you can still continue to do some of these things, but in a different place that that you can harness better and best fits you, okay. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So to conclude, I think uh, what's, what's really interesting about this whole discussion is that while we just started off as a, oh, allow it, this kind of lawsuit also came yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it evolved into um, the take-home tips. Uh, for me, I, what I found really useful was uh, the subcultures part, whereby as an employee, you want to recognize if you are not part of the subculture, if you are in conflict with that subculture. And then either you change yourself to adapt to that subculture just for survival sake, or you ask to switch team to a different subculture that will suit you better. And then as a boss, you also want to recognize that mm. there may be different subcultures and to the point whereby someone doesn't fit a subculture that is quickly becoming dominant, then you may have to make the difficult decision of either reinventing him if possible, if not, let him go. Or speak to him and see if he wants to be a part yeah. of it. And that is the role of a boss, right? On some yeah. level. Yeah. Or that is the role of the manager. You're a paid manager. to do that, yeah. right? You're yeah. paid to do that, yes. Exactly. Beautiful. Exactly. What do you think was the most insightful for today's conversation? I think it's the, the one about uh, having friends. Uh, mm-hmm. That, you know, it's okay that your colleagues are not friends, but hopefully you listening to us or watching us have actually friends that you can count on during difficult times because, I mean, that's what determines longevity and your happiness. Okay, okay. So you, you found your own insights the most exciting. <laughs> 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 actually, it was Skyway. It was your you. army story. Okay, yeah, it was your army story oh, that triggered okay, it. I was okay. like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. okay that your colleagues are not friends, but you must have friends. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that even if you're an introvert or you're task-oriented, as you said, mm. pick you up friends. a hobby. Because the minute you pick up a hobby, high affinity already is easy to make friends. Yeah, you definitely mm. meet people. You can't play board game alone, right? Yeah. Please don't tell me that one person board game. I know that is, but no. Put the teddy bear there, you know, like that. Please don't. Right? don't. <laughs> even, <laughs> yeah, even the Stranger Things guys play together, although they're kind of weird, right? But, but you know, there, there is a group. How about you? What's your takeaway? <laughs> so I think one of the best takeaway I had was the ring fencing idea, mm. right? Because... Um, yeah, I'm quite practical that way, right? <laughs> so I thought that was a, a good view in a sense that, okay, sometimes when the, when my organization gets a bit bigger, you know, not everybody kind of abide by the same thing, but there are some people that just perform really well. And on some level, I already ring fence them. Mm. That means I don't show them. Mm. If let's say there's something, it's like, this person only will come, but they're very good, let them do their thing. Yeah, You know, and, and I think that is a inherent requirement. I just never vividly have a word for it or realize that, oh, okay. Because ring fencing is a very 
visual language, yeah. right? It's like, okay, ring fans, you sit here, draw one circle, uh, you know, very, <laughs> very, very visual. But I do it in a more like, you know, subtle oh, way. yeah, very subtle way. Oh, this person, never mind, don't need come for a meeting. You know, like come for a meeting also not productive because that's not the main thing that, yeah. that he or she does, right? They're just very good at what they do. They're very bad at meeting or very bad at hangout, right? So, yeah. yeah so yeah. if you're the one and you kind of, lis- you listen to this and you're like, oh, shucks, am I being ring fans at work? <laughs> <laughs> maybe the next question would be, are you part of the dominant subculture or maybe uh, are you so confident of your value that you're being yeah. ring fans because your boss still want to keep you or you're being ring fans because it's just a step to saying goodbye <laughs> wow. it's a prelude yeah prelude it's prelude, prelude. It's like, hey why nobody chill me anymore right in Netflix it's called a pen ultimate yeah 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 right. why, why nobody chill me anymore right and, and to be clear if you keep rejecting of course nobody chill you lah right so you you want to uh, kind of do this sparingly right? and kind of work this a little bit more strategic right? and uh, yeah mm. that's it for today lovely love lovely discussion yeah so uh, my let us case, know yeah. what's your biggest takeaway yes yes let yeah. us know put in the comment section but my base case is not a crime right and yeah. <laughs> it's not a crime it's just a little bit more complex right and yeah take care I hope you do well in your in your career and la. I hope you guys aren't the one being wing fans <laughs> if you are you know what to do <laughs> Talk to MOM. <laughs> Check your, read your contract first, you know. Read your contract. If it's not your contract, it's still a case that you can bring up. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, thank you guys. Thank Happy you. Lovely. Lovely.